Hello, everyone, and welcome to the All Things Bible Podcast. Today on the show, we're going to continue our series of fundamental principles called Believers 101, where we look at basic concepts that the biblical authors think that we as followers of Jesus need to have a basic understanding of so that we can move on to, to bigger and maybe more deeper concepts that God has to offer us. And so we are going to look at the fourth principle that the author of Hebrews brings out for us in Hebrews 6, and that is the concept or the act of laying on of hands. And this is still something that some churches or some groups of followers still do today, uh, but many have abandoned this practice that maybe no longer see a use for it or that it has any significance for us today. Um, and I just want to explore this in a biblical context, this laying on of hands, what it did for them and what it does for us today, if anything. And so the this act of laying on of hands doesn't start in the New Testament. It actually starts uh, back in the Old Testament, um, even in the first book of the Bible, in the book of Genesis. So in Genesis 48, Jacob uses his hands to uh, give blessings to his grandsons and their descendants. So Jacob puts his hands on Ephraim and Manasseh, uh, Joseph's sons, in Genesis 48. And he blesses them and gives them blessings for uh, them and their descendants uh, for generations to come. And he lays his hands on them as he's giving their blessings. And so this is uh, the first role that we see in this laying on of hands is to give a blessing, to give goodwill towards someone. And then as we move into the, the second and third book of the Torah, uh, the book of Leviticus, we see it this laying on of hands kind of taking on a different role. Uh, we see it uh, in Leviticus, the very first chapter, opening lines of Leviticus, there's an instruction that says, lay your hand on the animal's head. This was for the priests. Lay your hand on the animal's head, and the Lord will accept its death in your place to purify you. So the priests were to lay their hands on the head of the animal that they're about to make sacrifice, uh, which would make atonement for their their own sins or the people's sins. And if this laying on of hands was a, a way to transfer the, the guilt and the sin onto the thing that was being represented before Yahweh God. And that was this animal that they were sacrificing. And so they were they would lay their hands on the animal's head as an act of as a representative that would go up before Yahweh in a burnt offering. Um, or a sin offering. And so this laying on of hands could also be used as a blessing as well as uh, sacrificing an animal, transferring one sins onto another that's going to be sacrificed and atoned for the people's sins. And so as we, those are the two big roles that we see, transferring of sin and or the sacrificing of an animal, whichever way you want to look at it, and uh, to bless people or, or to give blessings to someone. And as we transition into the New Testament period, into the time of Jesus, Jesus uses his hands, uh, this this act of laying on of his hands, uh, for a couple of different uses. Sometimes he uses it to heal the sick 
in different ways, whether he, he touches someone's eyes or ears or um, just puts his hands on them in some way. And it was a sign of healing, that the, the healing is coming to that person. I mean, he healed many people that way. Um, Jesus also blesses the children by placing his hands on their heads um, to give blessing to them. So he kind of, uh, he in this scenario here in Mark 10, the one I'm referring to, he kind of combines both the Old Testament role and the New Testament, or the both Old Testament roles uh, of the blessing and the laying on of hands to, uh, to transfer sin or to, uh, for a sacrifice, and he combines both of those in a beautiful way when he bless, uh, blesses the children by laying his hands on their heads. Um, so he, Jesus does that as well in his ministry. And then, of course, later in the book of Acts, we see this laying on of hands being used to ordain or to set people in a certain position, to recognize the position they're being placed in, um, or even to give someone gifts. So in Acts 8, it says uh, Peter and John laid their hands upon these believers and they received the Holy Spirit. So the laying on of hands was a representation of them receiving the Spirit. And th this term, um, to th this laying on of hands, is an interesting term in the Greek. And so with, uh, to lay is to, to press upon, so to, to put your hand on something. And... Uh, that's just this uh, the meaning of hands there. So to press upon your hands. So this hands represent um, this symbol of help or even power. We uh, sometimes in the Old Testament we see uh, by God's outstretched arm or God's mighty hand. We might hear those phrases, and it's a representation of might and power. And so when we see this laying on of hands, what it's really trying to symbolize is that we are pressing upon God's power. It's a, it's a symbolism of divine power coming on another human. We ourselves do not have that uh, the power in our hands. The power is not in our hands, but the power is in our faith and in Yahweh God. And so because we are putting laying our hands on someone for a certain reason, it's one human representing God's power coming on another human. It's a very, very powerful message. And, and, and in some cases, it's a representation of something spiritually that's happening, um, like the act of commissioning. Other times, it can be divine power coming through the act of laying on of hands, uh, whether that's through healing or through a blessing. And, and this is what the writer of Hebrews, I think, didn't want his audience to miss about this laying on of hands. Um, of course, we, we can lay our hands on anyone. <laughs> you know, we can go around and people might think we're a little strange, but we, we can put our hands on people and, and nothing out of the ordinary would happen. Uh, but, but there seems to be this divine power at work when believers lay their hands on someone on other believers with God's will, of course, and real results can happen. Not because the not because it was the actual act of the hands being laid, but it was the act of faith that people were laying their hands on someone for healing or for a blessing. 
And because of the faith and prayer of those people doing that, the results happened. And I think that's why the Holy Spirit came on the believers for Peter and John when they put their hands on those who had faith and believed. The Holy Spirit came on them. I don't think it was because they just literally laid their hands on them and that's what caused the Spirit to come in. It was because of those people's faith that they were laying their hands on that's why the Spirit came. But it was this powerful representation, the symbolism of divine blessing, divine healing, and divine power um, that's actually coming on that person um, in real results. And so the laying on of hands is, is a great symbol that represents a lot of things, can represent a lot of things, but it's also an act of, of divine power that's real and that can change people's lives. And that's the power of the gospel. And so I really think uh, in terms of, of instruction on laying on of hands and the fundamental principles of what it's all about, um, I think this gives us a, a good idea and a good concept. And of course, when this article comes out, um, we'll dive a little bit more deeper into these stories and things. But I hope this um, maybe some clears up some confusion about the laying on of hands, um, and hopefully it helps you grow your faith more. Thanks for tuning in. God bless.